0: (laughs) Oh, so you're saying that our machine was causing the temporal distortions?
1: Yes. Finally, someone who understands.
0: I understood. Sort of. Your courage was admirable, G. You chose to save your friends in light of overwhelming odds, which I calculated as 0.00.
1: Hey, don't get down on us. (sighs) Ah. I think what Robo is trying to say is that your friend G here risked an awful lot for you.
0: I I don't... I don't know what to say. Really. Thank you, G. Don't worry about it. Hey,
2: now everyone's being a downer? We just saved the universe! Cheer up!
1: I can't believe the two of you ended up here, in another world, in the future. Did you also accidentally open a portal through time and discover the end of the world?
2: Uh... not... not quite like that, no. It's a bit of a long story. I think it all began one day at the office. I'll handle this! Stand back! We won't hand over the Esper! Welk, get them!
0: Hold it. Think back to our briefing. What about it? Do you recall hearing about a monster that eats lightning and stores the energy in its shell? Right. So whatever you do, don't attack the shell. All right already. about do it that was close this woman this sorceress why is she here i heard she fried 50 of our magitek armored soldiers in under three minutes not to worry the slave crown on her head robs her of all conscious thought she'll follow orders all right well according to our source the frozen esper should be in the mine shaft just ahead let's put her on point no sense in taking any risks. There it is! The Asper! Hard to believe it's been found intact here, thousand years after the War of the Magi. Hey, sorceress! What's the matter? You know something we don't? Where's that light like coming from? Whoa! Wedge? Where are you? What's happening?
2: Right at the good stuff. I'll just be a sec,
0: gents. Uh, It feels like it's been forever since we've been able to record. I know. She keeps ending up in these impromptu meetings with the boss. Makes it hard to fit recording into lunch breaks. Or anywhere, really. Wait. Wait. Meetings with the boss? Yeah, haven't you heard? she has been having a really tough time meeting sales targets. Really? Every time I talk with him, he seems to be doing fine. Well, maybe you haven't heard the whole story there. It's just what I've heard. We haven't caught up in a while, after all. You should ask him about it. I'm sure you could clear it up. I'll have to do that.
2: Hey, I don't think I'm gonna have time to record today. Can we try another time?
0: Hey, no problem. Yeah, we'll catch up later. How's the side project been going? It's, uh, It's been all right. I feel like I'm this close to making it work. Plus, I've only mildly electrocuted myself, but that's a lesson you only need to learn once. Or twice. Uh, three times tops, I think. It doesn't help that I'm always short on parts. Mistakes are great ways to learn, but poor ways to save parts. Speaking of which, do you hear about the missing parts here at the office? What? No! Are you saying I took them? No, no. Just that they're cracking down on everyone because parts keep going missing. I think our distributor's shorting us, but that doesn't satisfy the boss man. Whew, yikes. Yeah, uh, he can be a pain in the ass. <sighs> Sorry, Z. Looks like I'll have to take this. We'll have to catch up later. Alright, well, find out what's up with G. I haven't been able to get a hold of him. And we can all catch up.
2: Okay. No.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Zeal Archives covering the A to Z of the world of Chrono Trigger. Today, as we dig into the archives, we're making a huge mistake. My past self has written a check that my present self does not want to cache. Because we're going to be talking about time travel? Ugh. If this is a truly bad idea, though, our future selves will come back in time to stop us. And we're good. With me, as
2: always, is my good friend, Nick G. If we're traveling through the archives, this is definitely somewhere in the appendices.
0: Oh my god, yes. It's, uh, it's at least <laughs> Appendix B. The, the first one at least has something that you might come back to. Yeah. This one? We'll see. <laughs> It's nothing to say that this episode will turn out poorly but it has everything to do with time travel is really really complicated and I think podcast maybe isn't the best medium to, to dig into the mechanics of it. But it's the one we got. It's the one we got and we're gonna see where we get today. Let's start with a slightly less messy problem. Let's talk about time travel in the world of Chrono Trigger.
2: I feel like this is I can handle this. I,
0: I hope so. I And I think your past self may know more about this than your present self because I came across an article on the Chrono Compendium, which is called Principles of Time and Dimensional Travel. And within that, and I, I didn't read it all because it is 42 pages long. Wow. But there is a huge, very well thought out discussion of how time travel works in the entire Chrono series. And gee, in a past episode you were talking about, here's how the timeline works in Chrono Trigger. It's like a tiny little section and here's how time travel works in Chronocross and it's like 40 pages this i believe is the document that you were referring to
2: <laughs> it very well may be uh
0: yeah, yeah like it's <laughs> like like card
2: is very straightforward and then chronocross just like subsumes it not only with the uh the nature and principles of its the way time travel works but also with its lore
0: Oh, yeah. Like, in, in addition to, like, we fleshed out all of the different pieces, you've got all these Acacia Dragoons, and you've got this war between poor and Guardia, and then you're like, okay, and on top of that, we're gonna add some alternate dimension stuff, and then on top of that, we're gonna talk about supercomputers that determine the future, or have the power to change fate, or whatever, time crash, etc.
2: Yeah, places where, like, time doesn't exist, or time exists all at the same time, and, like, all, all kinds of advanced nonsense
0: yeah and i mean we're gonna to try to talk about it in the context of Chrono trigger and even there i i feel like i'm gonna to get to a point and be like screw it we're moving on nope <laughs> yep. when we think about time travel at first it seems immediately obvious until you think about it for any reasonable length of time you know you go back in time and then obviously what you did in the past affects the future maybe possibly depending on time travel mechanics <laughs> Like, it okay, in the the world of Chrono Trigger, that's what happens. When you make changes in the past, they affect the future. Yes. And one thing that this this document goes to outline is it does impact the future, but it impacts a particular future.
2: Luckily, the one you're maybe going to be inhabiting.
0: Yeah. On the easier-to-understand topics of time travel, this article talks about discarded timelines, which... I'm going to try very hard to summarize, which is when you go from a point B, like the present, to a point A in the past, a new timeline starts from A, which we can call A prime, and then Mm -hmm. everything after that, that previously had happened, gets thrown into this thing called the darkness beyond time.
2: Heck. So that would be the Back to the Future model.
0: Kind of. I, I took a look at the graphs of Back to the Future, like somebody plotted out what it looks like and back to the future has a lot more bs going on in it (laughs) (laughs) back to the future mostly follows that except for like three stupid other examples Except for times when it doesn't well like it's like two or three pivotal plot points that happen and that's where it doesn't but for the most part it does yeah i think this is also where we get the idea of like the time devourer from chronocross or the um i forget what it's called in the ds version
2: oh yeah, I don't remember either. It's a similar thing though. Yeah,
0: it's it's like Lavos, it's it's uh consuming all all time and space, etc. The document also talks about this thing called time error, and this I think intrinsically makes sense to folks. When you're in the epoch and you travel from 1000 AD to 600 AD, you don't land at 600 AD because then you'd be like, "Oh, here's me from the last time and here's me from the time before." Yeah time error is this delta this epsilon this extra set of time where there's some clock skew i don't know what you want to call it and it runs independent of your time travel
2: yeah like all of the timelines that you have access to still have their clocks running you can't go back to it it would almost be like a safe state if you could yeah like let's go back to 600 when i tried to do the cathedral but i did something wrong but this time i can go back and do it again uh like you like it it when you go back it still follows a linear progression for that timeline
0: yeah i feel like i played a game that that did it where you could where you went it wasn't time travel based but like everything stacked on top of each other ah can't remember what it was called what the game was
2: yeah I mean, part of this is probably just limitation of the SNES. Oh, there's no way they were doing
0: that on the SNES. <laughs> I guess we talked about it. it was hard enough for them to be like, oops, there's a bug when you go back to this place you've been to. Yeah. Related to time error or places that are subject to time error, there's also some places that seem to exist beyond time, but also are subject to that, that time error. The end of time, if you visit at one point, if you go from a thousand to the end of time and then 600 to the end of time, like the clock is still running, Gaspar's not like, well. There are three of you here now.
2: is like, who are you every time you come back
0: to the end of time? That would be especially suspect because um, we know that if you have too many people, you get shunted to the end of time. So it'd be like simultaneously the end of time would be full of an infinite number of chronos. Yikes. A concept that is not unique to Chrono Trigger, but is important to understanding time travel and Chrono Trigger is time travelers immunity. I think this is one of the simplest things to understand, which is saying a lot. Mm-hmm. which is time travelers are just immune to the effects of time travel and time travel paradoxes. That's it.
2: Yeah. Like you save Luca's mother or like, like prevent her from, from being injured. But Luca still remembers her original timeline where she was.
0: Yeah. I don't think back to the future does anything like that. <sighs> no, it, it does this thing where it, it alludes to that, where you're seeing the future, the present, which is their future being like <sighs> erased, but it doesn't happen. No. And nobody remembers that. Nope. And the other concept that I think is the most confusing, and I still can't wrap my head around because it doesn't make any (laughs) sense. Like, it it makes sense, I guess, from a metaphysics perspective. Oh, boy. Is uh, the time bastard theorem. Okay. Which the simple part that I can spell out is that duplicates can't exist. That's (sighs) the easy part. You can't can't create a, a bastard. Like, if Chrono goes back in time changes time and comes back to when he left there won't be another chrono there right the reasoning behind that is it would violate some sort of conservation of energy and the explanation of the theorem is that in the new timelines the original ceases to exist they're thrown into the darkness beyond time at whatever point the original departed but the thing that doesn't make any sense to me is like how does that happen <laughs> yeah does can you imagine you're in this new timeline and Chrono's sitting there it's like how are you doing chrono and just like Boop, he's gone Cause like
2: you, I feel like your absence is treated as if you're traveling in space. Like you're gone for stretches of time, and when you come back, your mom's like, "Oh, were you?" I guess your mom doesn't leave the house. Cause she's like, "Oh, did you? Were you going hang out with your friends or something
0: like that?" Like her dialogue doesn't progress that much. I guess it's like you occupy the only like Chrono or Luca or whatever slot in the universe, and if you travel to a time where you're supposed to be, you kind of like assume that position.
2: I mean the best, the like the the best version of the Chrono Trigger story is that like Chrono dies to save the world and no one ever knew he existed or something.
0: Oh, what that ooh, ooh. <laughs> that is way more impactful. Chrono canonically dying is like whoa, and then that's just like a next level mind blow. Yeah. <sighs> But, time travel in Chrono Trigger is complicated, so let's talk about something less complicated, like time, time travel in other media,
2: maybe. Much much less complicated. Yeah, I doubt it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I tried to dig up some examples of popular movies or, or things in, in time travel, like different theories that are used, or movies. Let's start with movies that we've we've seen, one that you're a huge fan of, if I remember correctly, Looper.
2: Yeah, Looper is wild. It's been a while. I saw it when it came out, and uh yeah. It's, mm, 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 mm.
0: okay, I'll give you something yeah. to get us started. There's a bunch of different concepts in time travel. One is this idea of a closed loop and movies that do this really well. They make a lot of sense. You see something happen in the past, something in the future happens, possibly comes back to the present and everything just kind of happens and it works. There's no paradoxes because things were always the way that they were. Also, spoilers for pretty much any time travel movies we can think of as we go through this. Looper kind of follows this. Because the premise is that, I forget how it started, like that part I don't remember at all, but effectively these people are mobsters, they're they're assassins, whatever, and these people from the future just teleport someone to their present, they get killed and they get paid, it's easy. Super easy money. Yeah. Until they, quote, close the loop, which is where they, and they don't know this until later in the film, where they're actually killing themselves from the future. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's one scene near the beginning where they're, like,
2: chopping this guy's limbs off, you know, as he's running. So he, like, keeps losing limbs as he's running until he's gone. So that's, that's like, evidence of, like, the active effect that they're, like, rapidly creating these timelines that, that keeps shifting which one the real one is. But it's, like, they're directly affecting the present from the past.
0: Yeah. The one thing that throws off the, like, closed loop in Looper, um, I think Bruce Willis and um joseph gordon lovett right yep they they're technically the same character from the the present and from the future and the whole point is that i think bruce willis's character in the future wants to like stop this whole madness from happening and it means preventing this pivotal point where this kid becomes the rainmaker this like yeah crime lord psychic crime lord
2: i think that's right
0: yeah and so all of the the time travelness makes sense up until the point where they break causality and like Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character kills himself in the past. Yeah. Which creates this time paradox, but everything's fine, I think. I can't remember what kind of note that it ends on. I think the kid and his mother end up going away, and everything's fine for them, but like the main character's dead. They they killed themselves. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. Other interesting examples of time travel in media. uh, Another uh, movie that we both enjoy, Interstellar. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A movie that is... All, quite a bit more interesting when you watch it a second time, I think. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot because of
2: because of that.
0: Yeah. Interstellar is like, oh, we're receiving this message, but we don't know where it's coming from or who's sending it. And it turns out it's it's relying on this idea of pre, the predestination paradox, which is the main character was sending a message back in time to himself from later in the movie, but at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. that That changes some things. Sure does. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, f- I forgot he, like, travels through the fourth dimension or whatever. Yeah, they get a little hand-wavy there. It, yeah. But it's it's funny in that movie because you can see his, like, ham-fisted attempts to, like, send a message to the past. And then you're like, oh, yeah, he did do that. He did, like, put dust <laughs> on the ceiling. Uh, yeah. And it all makes so much more sense. And it's like, well, we only have this watch, so I guess we'll send the information through the watch. Oh, I need to watch that
2: movie again too, Jeez,
0: It's it's a good. Uh, I like. It didn't have the same punch as when I watched it the first time, but it it's definitely worth watching a second time.
2: Not to mention one of my favorites, uh, Lost. Oh God, I don't know
0: anything about time travel. But, which Lost. which
2: eventually uses time travel. Uh, guided by the phrase "whatever happened happened."
0: What does that mean? It
2: <laughs> it means like oh, so you went back and you went back into the past and then did this and it's like yeah, that already happened. Here's a picture of us from in the 70s from when we did Ah, that, which we haven't done yet. ah, Yeah. Weirdly, I don't think it's no part of it ends up being a paradox. It's just what happened. Okay. Interesting. So they're not effect. They're not changing the future. They are creating the future. They're already aware of.
0: Oh, interesting. So they see the photo and they know it's going to happen. And then when it happens, they're like, oh, this is when that happened. Yeah. Okay. That's weird. (laughs) (laughs) That would be like if in. Back to the Future, there was a photo of Marty with his, like, mom. Yeah. And one day they're like, huh, that kid looks really familiar. Yeah. (laughs) Hmm. That would add another layer onto that.
2: Yeah, that'd be wild.
0: Other movies that use time travel, Groundhog Day doesn't have any particularly interesting use of it. it. It's got this idea of a time loop. A time loop is just when someone's trapped in an event that keeps repeating. Um, I think Russian Doll is a TV series that uses mm. the same premise where this woman is trapped on Thursday or something like that.
2: Okay. There's actually no causality in Groundhog Day. No, it just... Because it c- keeps repeating the same day. It, the only effect it has is on him.
0: Yeah, exactly. He He's stuck there by most accounts at least for a hundred years or something like that. Holy crow. Yeah, somebody like figured out how long it would have taken him to do all the things that he did. (laughs) It's a long time. But yeah, it's just him. Nothing else changes. I've never seen Primer. I've heard very good things about it, but apparently it's got this neat self-consistent time loop. I'm going to link to most of these in the show notes if I can. There's like little diagrams. Diagrams are super helpful with time travel. Yeah. But like, what happens is a person sleeps in some thing for some amount of time and then they end up in the past. So there's like this window of time where you have to avoid running into yourself.
2: Oh, interesting. Okay. But
0: otherwise you can like have multiple versions of you running around for the same length of time. Whoa. And it all works because of that uh, delay. No no duplicate of you exists beyond the time between when you got into the machine and when you wanted to enter the past. Yeah. <laughs> OK, it uh, it's, apparently it's a trip like it's uh, XKCD has a comic that that makes fun of that. Sounds like something I should probably watch again. Heard really great things. You've got movies like The Butterfly Effect. Oh, yeah. Which go across the idea of the same name, which is, you know, any change in the past, no matter how small, can drastically change the future. And in that movie, that, that happens every time he goes back further and further and changes something about his future life. Trying to make things better, but ultimately making them worse.
2: <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's kind of weird in movies where they go back and change something that that just that one thing they changed is changed. But I mean, sometimes your movie's not about that.
0: I know that happens, but like, what are you thinking of when you say that? Nothing. in I'm
2: not actually thinking of any any movie in particular. Just like a lot of times, we'll go back and be like, we just need to change the. I mean, Bill and Ted is barely a time travel movie, but like they get wild with it. They're like. <laughs> Because when they're like, oh, what if we went back in time and like stole the keys and put them somewhere here and then they just have them and like, well, we have to do it later. And I think there's a premise there where you've been doing that your whole life and it's working <laughs> and you're like, oh, man, I have to do all of this stuff. Otherwise, my life will undo or something.
0: Ooh. As soon as you mentioned that, it's like, oh, wait, there wasn't Bill and Ted where the only thing that changed is that they gave themselves the key. Yes. Like they didn't that their time travel didn't drastically alter things. It was just now we have a key. Now Lincoln is in the present. Like nothing else has changed.
2: Now we put a garbage can on this guy's (laughs) head.
0: Sometimes there are even weirder causal loops. I've played this game a tiny bit enough to see this happen. There's a game called Time Splitters: Future Perfect. Mm -hmm. I think it was originally on the PlayStation 2 and it was re-released on the GameCube. There's a point in the game where you go up to a door and it's locked. And you're like, where do I get the key? And then above you, you're like, hey, you. And you're like, whoa, me? And it's <laughs> like, yeah, here, take this key. You'll know what to do with it. And you're like, uh, okay. And then right before the portal closes, it's like, hey, don't forget to give this to you later. Oh. <laughs> and then later, the portal opens up and you have the key because you had it. And you you go through that scene a second time. And you're like, wait, but where did the key come from? Riddle me this. <laughs> Who wrote the song of storms. Oh God. <laughs> Was it link? No, link heard it from the future and brought it back to the past. The guy heard it from adult link. And then he teaches young link. I think he learned it in the future. Uh, no, who is, uh, yeah, there's, there's also some time travel shenanigans going on there. Ah, uh, oh man. There's also, if you, um, I'll try to link to this, but if you look up causal time loops on like Wikipedia, it shows this example where like, I don't know, you have a bowling ball or something and it's supposed to go somewhere and it veers off course. And the reason that it does that is because the bowling ball went into a portal which knocked it off course, which is the same idea of like, how did this happen? And it's like, it's always been this way. Oh man. Talking about more complicated versions of time travel. <sighs> and then back to the future, which mostly follows the same model as Chrono Trigger, except for some weird moments where rippling doesn't make any sense. Like Biff takes the almanac back to... 1980, no, 1955, 1955, but then somehow makes it back to the same time that he left. Yeah. He changed the past. Yeah. What? Yeah. So it, it mostly follows that, but there's like two or three key points that are kind of,
2: (laughs) yes, it comes back to the same future, but because Marty stopped him already in the future ahead of. Nope.
0: Nope. Don't think about it. Nope. (laughs) So let's let's take a wildly divergent path from any of that because, like, my brain is starting to <laughs>
2: <laughs> don't poke the bear, kids.
0: God forbid we actually look into science and it's like actually time crystals. And it's like, oh no, <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that that's the end of the Zeele archives. Why do people love time travel? And would Chrono Trigger be the same without time travel? It would have to be called something different. Well, sure, <laughs> but, like like they could call it like i don't know sliders (laughs) yeah and they could be traveling through multiple quantum leap parallel universe yeah there you go you got it (laughs) quantum leap the video game we've solved it
2: i mean as we've said previously you know it's just a bunch of similar looking maps but like like there is a cause and effect to it it's not you can't do anything and and there's not too much of a butterfly effect going on usually what you change will directly be changed when you go back. And you basically do that dozens of times until your present and future becomes the one that you want it to be.
0: That's true. I'm, I'm thinking there's only a few cases where like you've really altered the past to ripple the future. Usually you take stuff from the future into the past. Yeah. Like you take Dreamstone from the past and it doesn't change anything.
2: No, clearly there was enough Dreamstone to do whatever else it was supposed to do.
0: Why don't you try to stop Lavos earlier than 1999? Oh, like you'd invent a boring machine and and just like punch him in the face when he's just arrived?
2: Like was there literally no problem until that
0: year? I guess. It's like it it just erupted. What are you you going to do? Maybe maybe Lavos is like in the core of the earth and you really can't do anything. Man. Like we know in 65 million BC that Lavos lands and burrows, but we don't know how deep.
2: Yeah. You should be able to chase it. (laughs) <laughs> That'd be tough.
0: I get that. Cause and effect makes it meaningful, especially when you do like Fiona's side quest and you save Lara's mom. You're like, holy crap, this is hitting home. Mm-hmm. You saved someone's legs. That, yeah, that's not nothing. But like, okay, but why? Why time travel? Why do people love? That. Like, by all accounts, time travel is hella messy. Sure is. Like, if if somebody said, gee, you can have a time machine, do you want it? Like, if they asked me, I'd be like, no, that's 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 way too
2: dangerous. I'd I'd require a TED talk about it at least <laughs> before I would take them up on that offer.
0: No one man should have all this power. Exactly.
2: Um <laughs> But yeah, like I like I don't know if the game needs time travel to be good. But it's it's it moves along an axis that most other RPGs hadn't as much to that point. And <laughs> it spices up spices up the maps they do have. I mean these these could all be different
0: countries,
2: worlds even. That's true. But like the fact that everything sort of interfaces with everything else makes it gives it like it gives it that extra little little bit that makes it seem special.
0: That's true. Like even just the the small little details like, "Oh, I've I've seen this place before. This place is familiar with the the sealed chests. You're like, "Oh, I found this place before. Oh, it happens to be here in the future." Interesting. Are these things linked? Yeah. Although there's not too many like 600 and 1000 AD are the only places that like really strongly tie those two time periods together?
2: Yeah, they're the closest together in time. So and and they've they've made it so that not that much changes. It's only four hundred years, as opposed to all the other ones, which are at least a thousand. Yeah, it would be cool if there were more time periods or some more time periods that were closer together.
0: Yeah, I was trying to think of other games that use time travel a lot, but my media examples, especially at the time period, were like Tales of Phantasia, which I think only travels between the past and the present. Yeah, and I'm not an expert on that. We'd have to get Zian to to tell us all about how the time travel changes things there. And Ocarina of Time, yeah, yeah. Where there's like a little bit of past present stuff, but aside from the Song of Storms, maybe not that super complicated either.
2: Not really. Um, you don't have to go back and forth that much. Um, but I'm thinking like twelve thousand. The world doesn't really resemble any other map, and there's not much on it. Which, I mean, it would have been cool if Zeal was kind of outside of. T- which if Zeal was always there, kind of outside of time, but no one really knew that it was there.
0: Or if, like, the North Palace kept floating in the sky or something. Yeah. I mean, again, probably boils down to, you know, it's a Super Nintendo game, and we had to get it out, and there was all this cool stuff we had planned, and G&T, you should probably play Chrono Cross, and it's probably got all that cool stuff you were missing, and... Shut mm-hmm. up, me. <laughs> um. I mean,
2: but then again, they didn't have to have you be able to do the Black Omen three times, for example.
0: I mean like, it's most it's mostly empty but yeah you're right. Like I can
2: see an argument for if you beat it once it's gone. But like because of how time works you can if you if you go backwards you can beat it thrice.
0: Yeah, and you can like one of the most important tricks is with the sealed chests to unlock it in the past and then open it in the future and then go back <laughs> to the past and get it again.
2: Yeah man, that's rough. That's rough to be like, do you want to open this? And then and then you say no. On one hand, treasure chests usually don't ask you if you want to open them. On the other hand, you've been looking at that sealed chest since the beginning of the game. I don't want to grab that thing.
0: (sighs) Difficult choices. Yeah. Okay. Nope. You scared me. What have you got there?
2: More parts, as
0: requested. Wow! You're the best, G. Thank you. That's, uh, that's a lot of nuts. I get
2: what I can. How's the latest project coming along? Death beam? Freeze ray? What kind of
0: mad science are we cooking up today? I've been taking a lot of inspiration from different sci-fi movies and games, and I think I've got a working prototype of a portal generator. It's still got some bugs and doesn't work that well. Honestly, it's, it's kind of embarrassing. What? I know. Oh, definitely embarrassing. Plus, it's only intradimensional. So, uh, <laughs> awkward. Am I right? Let me try again. What? Oh, uh, intradimensional, as in it can't travel to other dimensions, just different points in this one.
2: Have you told anyone about this?
0: No, I'd be too embarrassed. I i don't think it's a big deal. Holy shit, holy shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. This might just work. All that talk of, uh... Transporting yourself to other worlds? I i guess it just got stuck in my head a bit. <laughs> <sighs> for sure, yeah. T, don't let me interrupt you. And if you're looking for other ideas, I might have a few.
2: Holy sht.
0: Gee, have you reached out to Z lately? He says he hasn't been able to get a hold of you. Yeah, I've been, um, I'm pretty busy work. I heard about that. Is everything okay? I think things are definitely going to be okay now. Well... You should reach out to him anyway. Where do you keep getting these parts from? Oh, from here and there. Don't worry about it. Uh, oh, uh, okay.
2: Yeah, and that's how it all started.
1: That's it? That barely explained anything. What do you mean? What was the point of the bit with the audio recording? And why were you stealing parts from the office? How did he go from making a tiny portal to a trans-dimensional gateway? My specialty may be science, but I know a thing or two about narrative.
0: I enjoyed the Z character. He seems like he would be a good friend. Wait, what? Gee, you were the one stealing the parts at the office? Did you hear that? Don't change the subject! I am also detecting other life forms in the area.
1: Oh no, I must have been followed! What?
0: I, I don't understand!
1: There's no time to explain. Quick, help me tighten these bolts. We've got to get Robo together before they get here. Who? The Reptites.
0: That is going to wrap it up for Season 2 of the Zeal Archives. We hope that you've enjoyed this season so far. We hope to produce many more seasons, but that is it for this one. You can tune into new episodes sometime in 2021. Sorry for the long wait, but it takes time to produce a show like this one. If you like this show, you can follow us on Facebook or Twitter at ZealArchives, or you can go to ZealArchives.com and get the podcast straight from the source. The Zeal Archives is, of course, a NextCast production, and you can find out more about the NextCast at TheNextCast.com or on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at TheNextCast. And now, before we leave you until the next season, we have one more special announcement from a friend of ours, Luca.
1: Begin energy transfer. Huh? The warfield seemed to be affected by the pendant. Did I make it back? To that moment? There might still be time. On August 8th and 9th, join me at twitch.tv theraceagainsttime. Join Chrono, Marl, Robo, Isla, Frog, me, Luca, and a whole cast of other folks from your world in a race against time to stop Lavos, save the world of Chrono Trigger, and raise money for Trans Lifeline. Trans Lifeline is a grassroots hotline and microgrants organization offering direct emotional and financial support to trans people in crisis, for the trans community and by the trans community. Every single cent we raise goes to them. In this year's marathon to beat Chrono Trigger 13 times, there will be giveaways, special guests, and more. Our goal is to make it back to the future and raise $2,300 for Trans Lifeline with your help. History as we know it may be changed forever. Please visit raceagainsttime.io for more information about the race or to find out how you can be a part of a future that did not refuse to change. Now, how do I get back? I guess I shouldn't have tinkered with the telepod.